The physical changes are secondary. It's the mental transformation that gets people hooked on health and fitness. Welcome to the Mental Reps Podcast, where you've come to grow your mind in order to transform your body. I'm your host, Deanna. Let's dive right in. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining us. You are tuning into the Mental Reps Podcast. And if you are new here, welcome to the show. And if you are a returning listener, welcome back. I'm pumped to dive into today's episode. We are going to be touching on all things positivity, a topic that I hold near and dear to my heart, my mindset, and just truly something that I get asked about quite a bit. And I wanted to dedicate an entire show too. So before we dive too deep into the nitty gritty of positivity, I wanted to give a little bit of background on me and who I am for anyone who is new and listening in for the first time. So my name is Deanna. I am the host of this show, obviously. I'm 24 years old and I have been involved in the health and fitness space uh, since around 2019 when I graduated college. And currently I'm working as an online health and fitness coach, helping women across the country on all things nutrition, workouts, mindset, personal development, just showing up and becoming the best version of themselves. And if you can't tell already, I am incredibly passionate about what I do and I could not see myself doing anything else. So that is where I'm at currently. And then a little bit of my past, I graduated from the University of Maryland. Um, I got a degree in kinesiology and then quickly got NASM certified for uh, personal training. And my background in fitness has Yes, started 2019 when I was, you know, working in a career in this field. But before that, I mean, I have been involved in fitness for what feels like my entire life. I started gymnastics at about three years old and continued through to the Division One level at UMD, uh, where I competed and was a division one gymnast, which was a freaking dream come true. But a lot of what I talk about and why I'm even sharing my background at all is because a lot of my past and my experiences growing up, even through really like childhood and young middle school years that I can really think back to has shaped the heck out of who I am, how I am the way I am, why I think the way that I do, and most importantly, why I present a lot of the information that I do to all of you. So I think it's really just important to know a little bit of my background and where I've come from um, in order to fully understand me and this show and getting the most out of everything that I talk through and I share with each of you. So that is a little bit of background. Like I said, if you are new here, thank you so much for tuning in. And I'm really pumped to dive into positivity as a topic because it's been something, it's been one of those topics that has been on my list for a podcast episode, I feel like forever. And what's weird about this topic is that I've actually gone to try to record my thoughts quite a bit um, and wound up deleting things and, and copying and editing. And just, I just, I couldn't really find my flow with presenting a reasonable show and information for you guys on how to become a more positive person. I couldn't, I couldn't come up with tangible advice. And that's a lot of what I try to do. Yes, you'll hear me rant and rave and just kind of give my thoughts, which I feel like does hold some value. But I always want whoever's listening to come away from the show with like, okay, I can do blank. Like, okay, she mentioned this at one point, And I want to do that. I can start that today. Um, and 
being positive and, and having a positive mindset, a positive outlook is a lot less tangible. It's a lot less, you know, here are the steps. You can become a more positive person in these three quick fixes. And it just, it's not like that. So I really wanted to give more thought to this topic before I sat down to truly record and present it to each of you. But I am very excited because I do feel like I have, I've gathered my thoughts enough to hopefully bring uh, quite a bit of value to you in creating a more positive mindset, a more positive outlook, and just truly becoming a more positive person. So I would argue that being positive, being a positive person is probably one of my biggest flexes. And I say that in a genuine way because I truly am so proud of the mindset that I've created, um, especially given my past and where I was. And we'll get into a little bit of that today in the show. But I truly like I can wholeheartedly say like I genuinely with every bone in my body believe that good shit will happen like all of the time. And personally, like I am more than capable of controlling my outlook on almost any situation that gets thrown my way. And I really do feel like that kind of, you know, sums up what positivity is like you are just in control of the way that you view certain situations and you genuinely believe good shit's going to happen. And I love that. I think that's a great way to be and to think and to approach whatever life throws at us, because I'm sure we can all agree in the fact that life is never easy. There is never not a challenge or an obstacle or some unforeseen circumstance, no matter, no matter how big or small. And being able to have the skill and possessing the skill where you can control your outlook to be like, yeah, it'll be all right. Hey, we got good shit coming. Hey, I'll be okay. I got this. I got me. That is so freaking powerful. But like I said, it was not always that way for me, which I, which is why I'm so proud of the way that I think about things now. So back through, I want to say this probably started my sophomore or junior year of high school. Um, like I said, was a gymnast for my entire life. Uh, the coaches that I had through like before college, they were actually with me because I didn't do, you know, gymnastics through high school or school. And it was like through elite clubs and whatnot. Um, and my coaches were with me from the time that I was freaking three years old. They basically started with me and I was always with, you know, that same handful of coaches. So they knew me. They knew me really well. I would argue that my coaches in some regard knew me better almost than my parents did at some points because I just I spent so much time in the gym and practices and hours and hours spent like your coaches see you in your most vulnerable state. A lot of times, especially with gymnastics, it is one fucking hell of a sport. Um, so bottom line is they saw me at my highest of highs and my lowest of lows. And it was probably around, like I said, maybe junior year ish of high school, um, where I adapted the nickname, not by choice. This was given to me sassy D literally sassy D. I think I've talked about it a little bit on this show before, but it just, it cracks me up now to think back on because a lot, I would say almost everyone who knows me in my current state and who I current am would be like, what? Are you kidding? Like, it's just, that's so not me, but it so was. I had such an attitude. I would walk into the gym every day cranky. I don't want to be here. I'm too good for this. I don't need this. I don't need your help. I'm lazy. Like, and I can objectively, I can look back and reflect on this and be like, yeah, I sucked. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I, and I think that's important too, is to have that reflection and be able to open up and be like, yeah, that was not my finest hour. And I very much deserved the nickname Sassy D. I don't know if I deserved it being like printed on some of the apparel that we got, but you know, it is what it is. It's a memory that I have. And I was truly the sassiest, crankiest, most, you know, attitude driven 
you know, teenager that I could have possibly been. And I just lived in that shit. I used to soak it in. Like, I didn't care. Oh, my coach is going to call me sassy D. My, my take on that was like, oh, you're going to see how sassy I can be, right? You're going to see how much of a bitch I can be today at practice. Like I used to feed off of that crap, which looking back again, who, who is that helping? Who is that helping? No one wasn't helping me. Wasn't helping my coaches. Wasn't helping any of my teammates who had to put up with my shit at practice. Like it, it was just such a negative time in my life. And it really, it could have went on forever. And that's, that's what I see from a lot of people is they had something happen or life got hard or, and it like turned them cold. It turned them, you know, sassy, so to speak. It turned them into that mentality of, of, you know, that victim mentality. And they just they ride that shit out years and years go by. And, and what most people don't understand is that you're more than in control of changing that or of living in it. And that choice is yours. So the moment I really started to like resonate with the fact that everything in my life is a privilege is when I started to change that mindset. I started being able to show up as a more positive person. I started to understand that, you know, the world doesn't owe me anything. Nobody owes me shit. I, me, am capable and need to create the life that I want, the body that I want, the career that I want, and I am damn sure I'm going to get there. And that last piece of knowing these things and then doing something about it, that's where the power is. Because you can know these things, but if you don't do anything about it, you're stuck being sassy D for life, okay? And that's so not where I wanted to be. I had to recognize that everything is a privilege, it's a privilege that I get to do these things. And guess what? I'm confident enough in my abilities to make good shit happen. And that's where I had to kind of flip the script for myself and no longer live out my sassy D identity was to be able to flip the script, turn the page, start a new chapter and understand that like, listen, listen, bitch, I had to talk myself off the ledge. Listen, bitch, this is not <laughs> helping anyone. You're digging yourself into a hole and it's not getting you anywhere. It's getting you nowhere fast, so to speak. And I had to make sure that I need to change in order to make good shit happen. So what I started to kind of think through and um, what I still kind of hold very true to myself now is the fact that my thoughts determine my actions, my actions determine my outcomes. So if I want a better life, just in any capacity, I need to start acting better. If I want to act better, I need to start thinking better. And 99% of the time, the thinking better can simply mean just being more positive, being more optimistic, being more in line with good shit's going to happen and truly believing that. And when you can recognize how incredible of an impact your thoughts really do have on you, of course, you're going to start showing up a little bit better, a little bit more positive, a little bit more in line with the life that you want to live. It's the fact that, like I said earlier, the world doesn't owe you anything. The world doesn't owe you shit. Nothing's handed. Nothing's just given out. There's no freebies. So being a cranky, negative, victim mentality, sassy D type of person, nothing's going to change. You'll continue to be like, oh, this, that, complain, complain, complain. And that shit is so irritating to me. So irritating. And I want to really use today's episode to help you start to have some of the same kind of mental shifts that I did that are necessary to become a more positive person and to show up a little bit better in all areas of your life. Because how you do one thing is how you do everything. 
how you show up in one area is how you show up in all areas. And I want to really help you kind of have and work through some of the mental breakthroughs necessary to be a light, to be positive, to be happy, to be optimistic, to do all these things. Because, oh, like I said, there is nothing in the world that is more unattractive to me than the, you know, woe is me victim mentality. I cannot, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. It's like nails on a chalkboard. When I hear people start to like complain and this and blame and excuses and blah, blah. I'm like, I, I, oh my gosh, I'm like cringing right now. I even just think about it. I can't even stand to be around it for more than a few minutes. Like just the whining and the moaning and the complaining. And it's just, oh my gosh, like it is enough to make my skin crawl. And it should be the same way for you. And that is so not to say we're not all going to have our bad days. And it's so not to say I don't whine and complain and bitch and moan quite a bit when situations pop up, but being able to have those be one-off occurrences rather than that is your mentality, that is your look on the world and your views, like that is completely different. And it's so unfortunate because people truly will waste their entire life being that way, complaining and whining and arguing and blaming and just, oh my gosh, take ownership, be responsible for your thoughts and your actions and your behaviors. And I just, I can't see any value in that at all. Like I I can't imagine it's fun to hate everything, to be annoyed with everything, to complain about everything. And, and is it helping at all? No, fuck no. Is it, it not even a little bit, I would even argue that it's hurting. So Truly, it's it's not a gift or a genetic advantage at all that I'm like a positive person or that anyone you know is a positive person. It's like, oh, they're just, they're positive. That's just, they're so positive. Like, no, 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 no. You have to be positive, just like I have to be positive because you choose to be. And then you continue to make that choice every single day, so much so that it has now become a habit. And then guess what? You no longer need to think actively and consciously about being positive because that's just the way your brain thinks. That's just the way you do things, right? You don't really have to think about brushing your teeth in the morning because you just do it. It's become a habit that you've formed over time and time again. But initially, you had to choose to brush your teeth. You had to be reminded to brush your teeth. Maybe your mom came knocking on your door when you were younger, stomping her foot, asking if you brushed your teeth before you went to bed. Like You had to be reminded and building this habit in order for it to form, and it did. So being positive is the same thing. It's it's not a fixed trait at all. And if you think that it is, that to me is probably our first uh, roadblock, our first obstacle. And that's what needs to be worked on first. If you think being positive is a fixed trait, I'm going to argue wholeheartedly it is not. It is a skill. It is a skill that can be learned just like anything else really in your life can be learned. Uh, another example, like you, well, you learn to ride a bike, right? Everyone, a lot of people, actually, I don't even remember when I learned to ride a bike, but I did at some point because I can ride a bike. So we all learn to ride a bike at one point or another. And you have to do that. You have to practice that. You have to go and go and go and fall and fall and fall. And then eventually you build the habit. You can learn to ride a bike, just like you can practice, 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 fail, 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 fall, 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 and learn to be positive. And before we kind of get into the nitty gritty of this, I do understand 100% that everyone's you know brain chemistry is different. And there are numerous, numerous different factors that do play a pretty big role in controlling your thoughts and behaviors and patterns, uh, some of which are in our control and others are not. Um, but in some capacity, I do truly believe that each of us has the ability to change our way of thinking. I do think that that is, at least in some regard, in our control. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing this episode. I'd say, huh, you either got it or you don't. 
see ya. Happy, happy Thursday. Have a, have a nice day. See you next week kind of deal, right? And that's not the case. So for today's episode, I really do want to highlight both sides of the positivity, right? I want to highlight one, how fucking terrible it is to be the negative Nancy of the group and how to check yourself if this is you, because that's fine. I was the negative Nancy. I had to check myself. I had to slap my face a couple of times and recognize where I was. And then piece number two, how to turn it around and become the most positive radiant version of yourself. Okay. So there's two pieces to the puzzle. You got to check yourself, then you got to change yourself. So that's what we're going to go through today. So I always like to kind of humor myself and and Google whatever topic it is that I'm recording, um, just for kind of reference, because I feel like a lot of these topics, you go to Google. That's what we do. You want to learn about nutrition? You Google it. You want to learn about high fiber foods? You Google it. You want to learn about how to become a more positive person? Sure why not Google it? So I, I like to always just humor myself um, after I kind of drafted up what I want to say and just kind of get a feel for what Google is coming up with. And from my searching, I came to the list of uh, five easy ways. It says five easy ways to become a more positive person. Uh, number one, surround yourself with positive people. Number two, practice gratitude. Number three, do something nice for someone else. Number four, Stop the negative self-talk. And number five, celebrate everything. Celebrate everything. So those were the top five that Google spit out. And this is just kind of the first, first website that popped up. Is This was number one. So honestly, honestly, I don't hate this list. I don't love it. But I didn't totally roll my eyes at what it was saying. Like I usually or sometimes do when I'm Googling my topic for the day. I was kind of like, huh, okay. We got something to work with here. We got something to work with. I, I really don't hate any of these. I do think that there is, in fact, some semblance of truth in this list of five things. And I do think that it can definitely work to help change someone into a more positive person. Like if, if this was the extent of me wanting to change my mindset, change my way of thinking, this is what I want to do. And I started surrounding myself with more positive people. I started, you know, writing out my my top five things that I'm most grateful for every morning. And I started calling myself out for when I was being mean and harsh to myself. And I, I started celebrating my small wins. I, I can probably argue over time, it'll work. It'll work just like anything. You would have to stick to it. It would have to be consistent. But I do think that you in some capacity would start to become a more positive person. So shout out Google. We didn't hate this one. But the only problem with this list is that I think it's a little bit too superficial, right? You can't just surround yourself with a fuck ton of positive people and then eventually you'll just be positive. Like it doesn't necessarily work that way. And yes, absolutely. I'm a firm believer in you being the kind of product of the top five people you spend the most time with and you're kind of the average of everyone else around you. I get that. And I do agree with that. But I don't think it just kind of rubs off. You know what I mean? Like it, it will in some capacity, but it'll be superficial in a sense. So to stop becoming, you know, the, the negative Nancy of the group and to start becoming the positive Polly, it has to really start with self-awareness. And that was something that was left off of this list from Google. Like you can't turn into positive Polly if you don't even know that you're being negative Nancy right? Like you don't know what you don't know. And if you don't know that that's how you've been thinking, you just aren't aware of it. How are you going to know to change your habits? How are you going to know where to start? You have to be 
okay with and ready to take a deep inner look at what your thoughts look like, your language, your habits, your behaviors, and then make a conscious like analysis of what's going on. I kind of like to think of it like taking almost the, you know, initial data in a science experiment, like, uh, what is it like the control or like the, you know, whatever control variables, your baseline values, basically. And you really don't know what you're working with for that experiment until you have that information. And for this, this example, you don't know what you're working with until you do kind of an internal inventory of what's going on. Right. So maybe, maybe it's not as bad as you think. Right. Maybe maybe you're doing okay, and you think I'm so negative, but you kind of check yourself here and you're like, huh, it's not too bad. I'm doing all right. Or or unfortunately, what I think will happen for most of us, being that this is kind of just what I'm used to seeing, um, is that you may actually be a lot more negative than you had initially perceived and potentially unaware of how badly this is impacting your life. And I don't mean that in a sense that your life is bad or anything around you is is bad. I just mean that you could be shorting yourself quite a bit from the potential that you have. And you don't know that if you don't even know what's going on. So the initial check yourself, the initial inner work has to be done first. And the self-awareness has to be established before we can just go about what do we do about it? Because we don't even know what we're doing what about because you have no idea what's going on. So For anyone listening to today and wanting to actively do kind of that internal inventory, I challenge you to do this for the day. I want you to keep a running list in your phone or a notebook, just something you have on hand all day long of every time you complain during the day. Anything complaining, anything negative that comes out of your mouth. I'm, I'm so sore today. I got no sleep last night. Uh, so-and-so's lunch is, is smelling up the break room, just anything that's like negative or complaining or whining that comes out of your mouth during the day. I want you to put a little tally in your phone, right? Little, little, right. Negative and put a little tally. Okay. Big or small. It could be something, the tiny, tiny trivial. Oh, the office is freezing today. I'm so cold. Write it down. That's complaint. That's negative. Okay. And then I also want you to do the same exact thing for the amount of positive shit that comes out of your mouth. Anything good, anything uplifting, anything happy and positive. It's it's a gorgeous day outside. Or I'm, I don't know, I'm so excited for my meeting with Todd today. I don't know, maybe you have a meeting with someone that you're excited for, or you, you can't wait to hit the gym later. Anything positive and uplifting that comes out of your mouth, put a little tally down for the positive side. Okay, now after the day is over, calculate it out. Calculate your tallies. How many negatives do you have? How many positives do you have? And I would argue too, there's a little bias in this. The simple act of knowing that you are keeping track might have already caused you to shift a lot more of your thinking to a positive light or even just check yourself before you vocalize the negative thought that you were thinking of. But that kind of just goes to show how powerful self-awareness is. Like already because you're paying attention to it and you're the simple act of just putting a tally on your phone, you're already starting to kind of question or think or reframe or say things differently than you would normally say. And we're talking about one day's worth of this. So I really do challenge everyone who's listening to give this a go and just see where you're at. Maybe you're like, holy crap, I didn't say one negative thing all day. That's fantastic. That is, and you can build on that. Or you're like, oh my gosh, I did not say a single positive thing. I didn't say one good thing all day. 
that's fine as well. We are taking an initial look at what's going on. And that has to happen first in order for you to build from that. Okay, so that's kind of where I want us all to start with the self-awareness piece. So use this little experiment as a means to kind of recognize where you're at and where you want to improve. And it's not so much either that you have to improve by like changing the negative things. Like, oh, the office is so cold today. Like your improvement is not going and cranking up the thermostat so that it's not so cold. If so-and-so's lunch is smelling up the break room, your improvement is not telling, you know, Sally to stop bringing a tuna sandwich. Like those, we're not improving in that regard. We're improving in regards to your mindset and the way you think and speak and vocalize about these things. Okay. Reframing your mindset is kind of the key to all of this self-awareness. Where am I at? And then how do I change? How do I improve? So and I actually have a sign in my room. I've actually even thought about getting this tattooed on me, but it's way too long. Um, I'm pretty sure it says something along the lines of if you don't, if you don't like something, change it. And if you can't change it, change your attitude. And I love that because you most of the time in life can't change it. Whatever it is, can't be changed. It is fixed. Maybe it's your boss. Maybe it's you. I don't know where you live. Maybe it's your car. And like for most of us, we're not usually in a situation to move across the country, get a new job, buy a new car. Like eh, that would be great. That would be great. But that comes with a big old financial piece to it. And most of us aren't in a position to just uproot and change everything. And that is fine because you do have the ability to change your attitude. And guess what, guys? That is free 99 to do. And that is more powerful than moving across the country, getting a new job, buying a new car, getting into a new relationship, because you can change all of those things. But if your attitude is still just as shitty, you're still complaining just as much. It doesn't matter how much you change because you, my friend, are the problem. So I'm not here to call anybody out, but if that calls you out a little bit and you recognize that you've become the negative Nancy of any situation you've put yourself in, this is a really good place for you to be. I'm actually really glad that you're listening to today's episode. So in order to change this and to start becoming a more positive person, I want each of you to ask yourself two things, two things at the start of the day. One, how do I need to show up for myself today? And two, what do others around me need from me today? So you're checking in with yourself and you're checking in with others. And the reason I say that too is because I think it's really powerful to be that light, that positive person, the one who walks into the office every single fucking day with a smile on their face. Good morning, this, happy Monday, that, do, 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 do. Be that fucking person, be that person. But it has to come second. That's why the first question is, how do I need to show up for myself today? So in asking yourself this, think about what your day looks like, what you've got going on, how you're feeling, how the weekend went, whatever, whatever it is, what do you need from you? Because a lot of times people outsource this and they look for so-and-so to make something easier or so-and-so to cancel a meeting or blank to help, you know, motivate me to get to the gym. It's got to come from you. And this isn't even just a positivity thing. This is just a mindset piece in general. But I do think that having a positive spin on whatever it is that you've got going on certainly makes it a lot easier. So asking yourself what you need from you to show up today. Maybe for, for me, I have a crazy day. I've got a lot of this going on, a lot of that going on. I didn't sleep great last night. Right? I have a lot of shit on my plate. For me, myself, I need to make sure that I'm organized with my time. I need to make sure that I'm very aware of the thoughts going on in my head. And I need to make sure I'm taking a breather throughout my day. Those three things will help me continue to be positive, continue to be productive, and be 
next step, help show up for the people around me as well. Maybe the other people around me, I don't know, maybe they're having a worse day than I am. Maybe so-and-so is going through some family issues or some financial issues, or they're just having a bad day. We don't know these things, but being a cranky son of a bitch and just not the person anyone wants to be around, how is that going to help anyone else? And when you're cranky and you're tired and you're complaining, guess what? Those around you, they're going to be tired and cranky and complaining. And that shit spreads like wildfire. And that is so not the environment anybody benefits from. So instead of being stuck in that and just burning in the wildfire of negativity, be the person that brings light to the day. Maybe the person next to you is having a horrible day and you walking into the office, saying good morning, asking how their night went, saying, what, what can I do for you today? That could turn their whole fucking day around, their whole week, their whole month. Walking in and noticing that, I don't know, your coworker got a haircut. Hey, Bill, haircut looks good. It's so simple. How easy was that? And that could have turned Bill's whole day around that he's going to go and spread that positivity and compliment somebody else. And they're going to do something else. And then all of a sudden you're in an environment of positivity that you fucking started yourself. How cool is that? How cool is that? You have to show up for yourself. Then you need to show up for others because then it reciprocates back to you. So if you can ask yourself those two questions and you can decide what actions are necessary for both of those things, you are going to be a positive, productive person yourself. Others, everyone around you is going to benefit from that. And there is truly nothing better than knowing you are helping everyone around you. You're radiating energy for those who need it most. So in order to be that light and that positivity for everyone, there has to be a mental shift. There has to be a mindset shift because you can't go from day one, sassy D, to day two, positive poly in a matter of moments because I decided today I'm positive. Like it it doesn't work like that. It's not a 24 hour turnaround and you're just this new blossomed human being, but it really does work and compound over time. And I do think that another big piece of being positive and, and truly being positive is also having a very deep rooted belief that everything in your life is a privilege and you, my friends, are entirely in control of your daily outcomes. And I don't mean that in like a large scale and this like, you know, huge, unforeseeable, grand plan, like think small, think small, think daily. Okay, because that's a lot more realistic and a lot more tangible for most people to wrap their brains around. So you are in control and you have to believe that you've got it. You've got this. You've got you. You can do it. And the reason I think that this is such a big pivotal piece of like truly being a positive human being um, is because this is what happened for me. And I always like to give a little bit of background because I that's where a lot of my intake and, and information and advice comes from. It's the shit that I've been through and what helped me. Now, again, I always say this, I can't, you know, gift you 18 years in in gymnastics and some of the most brutal experiences known to man, but I can give you the lessons that I learned from it. And if you can do your very best to take these lessons and then implement them into your life, you don't have to go through 18 years of gymnastics. Good for you. Good for your body. That's definitely the way to go. So that is kind of where I want to dive into a little bit next, because Like I said, I was for sure the negative Nancy for quite some time, way too many years. And it really, like I had to start getting super freaking tired of my own shit and more so realized that like it wasn't getting me anywhere in order for it to change. 
And I like, I can almost pinpoint it to a single conversation that I had with my coach back in high school who was calling me Sassy D. Like we sat down and we talked about this so much so that I remember this conversation. And it really just had that shift of like, this shit is a privilege. I get to do these things. I get to be here. I get to even the most mundane, stupid tasks. You're sitting in traffic. Guess what? You're sitting in a car, right? You're riding back from work, right? You're driving back to your house, right? Those things are a privilege. And yeah, traffic sucks, okay? But the way you're thinking about it and getting angry and annoyed and complaining, that's only making it suck worse. And at some point or another, I would really hope that every single one of us gets real sick and tired of their own shit, that they're okay and wanting and willing to make a change. And that's exactly where I was back through high school. And this shift really got solidified for me when I first went to college, like I was mentioning at the start, uh, my freshman year at the University of Maryland. Uh, as a member of the gymnastics team, as a member of the Big Ten, it was it was a lot. It was a lot. And it sounds cliche now, but the I get to versus the I have to mentality hit me like a ton of motherfucking bricks when I stepped foot on campus. Okay, I literally was like starstruck. Uh, it was a Big Ten school. It was my dream school. Campus is beautiful. Everyone's moving around. There's about almost 50,000 fucking students who go there. It's huge. It's huge. I love it. I get chills just thinking about it. Take me back, please. Um, but it was a school that I truly, for years and years of trying to be recruited, uh, really thought I had no business being at. They were too good. I was not good enough. They were this. I was that. Like it just, I, it was a dream school for a reason. Um, and I, I really felt that. I didn't think I was good enough. I, I didn't really, when I got there, know any of the girls or any of the coaches like everyone else did. I was like the newbie, of course. I, I was just starting out and I was the last one recruited for the team. So eh, I, it was a lot, like I said. And it was a big, holy shit, what did I just get myself into? Um, and as hard as those first few months were to adjust and to learn the ropes and everything else that came with it, I reminded myself quite literally every single waking second that I was there that I get to be here. I get to practice in these facilities and I get to be part of this incredible program with all these incredible human beings who are here to help me be the best athlete, gymnast, and person that I can be. And it was in that mental transition and just being thrown into it that it really began to stick in my brain, like in everything that I did. It wasn't just gymnastics. It wasn't just college, but every, the way I look at everything and still to this day, it's, I get to do it. I, I used to start my day like, oh, you know, I got, I got a lot on my plate today. Awesome. Wonder how well I'm going to do with all of it. Oh, I got, you know, a tough conditioning set after practice. Cool. Love it. Can't wait to see what the workout's going to be. Oh, huge anatomy exam coming up again on Friday. Bet I'm going to ace it. And I literally used to approach, and I still do, every single aspect of my day and of my life with that mentality. What's the challenge? How well am I going to do? What do I've got going on? How well am I going to do? What obstacle am I facing? How well am I going to do? And having that way of looking at situations, that to me is ultimate positivity. And it allowed me to then freaking follow through. I did ace that anatomy exam. I did fucking kill it at conditioning. I did, you know, handle everything that was thrown on my plate. And I did it with flying colors so much so that I graduated college a year early. 
You know what I mean? Like it didn't just happen by accident. I wasn't gifted these incredible brains or this athletic ability. I worked my ass off every single day and I made sure that my mindset was so much in line with the person that I wanted to be, that I wanted to be. Not that I currently was because stepping foot on that campus, I wasn't that person. I wasn't the positive poly. I wasn't the superstar athlete or, you know, incredible student. I wasn't any of those things. I was high key scared and I was intimidated and I had to fake it till I make it just a little bit. Okay. And at first it definitely was, it it was 100% that fake it till you make it kind of attitude. Uh, But it, it, it's okay. Some people look down on that, but I, I don't mind that at all. And in fact, it's kind of expected to feel a little bit uncomfortable at first, right? Shouldn't it? Shouldn't any new habit feel uncomfortable, feel kind of awkward? doesn't really come naturally at first being positive when I got there saying, Hey, what do I have on my plate today? I'm going to handle all of it like a boss and I'm going to get all A's and I'm going to do this. and I'm going to do that. That was so uncomfortable. That was so, cause I didn't actually believe it. I was faking it till I make it at least a little bit until I started to recognize that like, Hey, wait a second. If I want to ace that anatomy exam, I can, if I want to make lineups on every event, I can. If I want to, you know, be the superstar of this team, I can. I mean, not really, but you you get what I'm saying, right? Like there is a lot of power in the mindset that you adapt and hold on to when it comes to the tasks that you're approaching. But it should feel a little bit uncomfortable and awkward and unnatural at first. At first. But you have to get up. You have to pretend like you already know how to do it in order for you to start learning and adapting and building on that mindset. Okay, so that's kind of where my starting months, you know, took me to and it it helped with that transition. And really the key, though, to because it's a transition into like, okay, I'm not not this person. Okay, I'm going to fake it. But then what comes next? Because you can't just fake it forever. Right. If If you're just truly faking it, it's only a matter of time before that falls off. And we see this a lot in health and fitness, too. If you want to lose, I don't know, 20 pounds and you're simply faking the actions necessary to lose 20 pounds, but you're not actually learning, you're not actually growing, you're not actually falling in love with that process and becoming that person who loses 20 pounds, it is only a matter of time until you fall off. Why? Because you were faking it. So the key to bridging that gap and transitioning from faking it to genuinely becoming it and believing in it lies in the belief that you have in yourself. You have to believe that you can do those things. Truly, truly. Not just like, oh yeah, I can do it. Like, no, you have to do it. You have to believe in that. So the words that I spoke to myself with, the the way I showed up for others, for my teammates, my friends, I had to and wanted to truly become the genuine way that I was approaching each day because I started to understand that everything in my life is a privilege. I keep saying it, but it's so true. And I'm confident enough in my abilities to succeed at all of it, at all of it. It's not a fake confidence. It's not a fake belief. I know I can handle whatever is thrown my way. I'm confident in that. And because of that, I can be very positive about outcomes and situations, but that shit takes time. It takes practice. It takes failing. It takes not knowing and being uncomfortable and continuing to show the hell up in that positive light until all of a sudden you're like, I am doing the damn thing. I feel freaking good about it. And I can look at any situation, any circumstance and find the way I'm going to succeed. And if you can do that to me, that's positivity. I do also want to shift gears just slightly to talk briefly uh, about the law of attraction. 
and how big, like I said, because being positive doesn't just have a great impact on you and your actions and your success, but like everything else in your life, everything is so connected. It continues to blow my mind, whether it's in your body and one thing's connected to the other or your life or your relationships, everything is just so freaking intertwined. It's nuts. But anyway, law of attraction. So if you're optimistic and positive and you know good shit's going to happen, we got this. I'll ace that exam. I'll get that job. I'll lose 20 pounds. Like, guess what's going to happen? You will ace that exam. You will get that job. You will lose 20 pounds. All of those things will come true and it'll continue to grow. You'll have a different outlook on your day and on your life. And until one day that outlook is everything that you have and you work for and you've earned and you've succeeded at and you can just set new goals and new expectations and another weight loss goal, it just continues to build. And when that's the case and you want to take it another step further, guess who you're going to attract into your life? Other people who are positive and optimistic and happy and genuinely thrilled to be here on this planet doing the damn thing every day. And you're going to attract new opportunities and new ways to grow and to succeed. And that's when life truly starts to open up for you. And you're not working this nine to five that you're not fulfilled. And you're complaining about traffic. You're complaining about the lunchroom. You're complaining about waking up early and then you're tired. And then you go to sleep and you do it again. And that to me is so freaking unfulfilling. And hear me out. You don't have to change a single thing about that day, except for your mindset. And I promise you, you will feel so much more fulfilled. You will feel so much happier, so much lighter on your feet. You're going to start becoming a totally different version of you with absolutely nothing changing. You'll still be working the same job. You'll still be sitting in traffic. All those things can stay the exact same. But how much better are you going to feel when you have a different outlook on it? Now, if you want to go change and everything, by all means, go change everything. I'm not saying you have to keep things the same, but it really does come down to you. But it does not happen overnight, as does nothing. But it's not going to happen at all unless you start to put in that inner work first. Okay. Be the freaking positive ray of sunshine. Be the fucker in the office who everyone's like, why are they always in a good mood? Why is she always so happy? You know how many times people ask me that? You know how many questions I get on Instagram or just day to day meeting new people? Like, wow, you're so happy. Wow. You're so positive. Oh my gosh. Why do you have so much energy? I'm like, I don't know. Good shit's going to happen. Why not? Why would I be angry? Why should I be complaining? Should I be upset? Fuck no. I want to be happy. I want to be positive. I want to be optimistic. This is one life that we get to live and not to go totally far that route either. But like, why waste every single day complaining about shit? If you can't change it, shut up about it, right? If you can't do anything about it, stop wasting your breath. Stop wasting your energy. Stop trying to be so negative. And if you can do something about it, do something about it. Okay, but be the freaking positive ray of sunshine. I actually have a coffee mug that I sip my coffee out of every morning like the bad bitch that I am. And it says, I am a happy-go-lucky fucking ray of sunshine. And I truly believe that shit. I sip that coffee like no other, okay, because I am. I am a happy-go-lucky fucking ray of sunshine. And it was actually my brother that uh, got me that mug for Christmas one year. And I freaking love it. It's just, it's so true. Be that light. Be the sunshine, be the positive role model that causes somebody else who's having a shitty day to have a better day or to compliment somebody else. Have that ripple effect um, because it is going to make such a freaking difference. Pull it out of you, out of the others and, and be the human being that others want to be around, radiating that energy because that fosters some of the most powerful connections. And just like anything else that I talk about on this show, it, it 
all starts with a mindset shift. It all starts up top. It starts with you. It starts with that mental transformation. Okay. So start shifting. So part of me 100% wanted to just leave the podcast as is after that last clip, but I wanted to take a second to just thank every single one of you for listening in and joining in for today's episode. Hopefully you did learn something, you gathered something from today, and if you did, you found it informational, educational, inspiring, motivating, it's going to force you to do something different, let me know shoot me a message, send me a message on Instagram. I'll put my Instagram handle in the description of today's show and do me a favor, share the show as well. I have been getting more and more of you guys doing that on, you know, different platforms. And I love to connect with anyone listening, growing, learning from all of the craziness I'm spitting into this microphone every single week. So thank each and every one of you for tuning in and we will chat next week.